Hey, Church in the Sun, welcome back to our City on a Hill podcast. We are super, super excited today. We've got Pastor Mark, the pastor of our Avenue, our Young Adult Services. And Pastor Mark, listen, the world's going crazy right now. <laughs> it is. Do you have toilet paper? <laughs> I, I have like 14 rolls. <laughs> I hope I have enough. Somebody was telling me I need to buy a bidet. That's what they have in Europe. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel too comfortable with those. I don't even know what that is. But I've got lots of ramen noodles if you need some. L- I'm, I'm ready to roll. Dried macaroni. Ramen. That's all you need, baby. Maybe some ramen, some toilet paper. And- Canned goods, baby. Hey, listen, how do you feel about the run on baby wipes? <sighs> Dude, it's bad. It is really, it's bad. really bad. We have tons of washcloths, so we're going to go old school if we have to. Yeah. Um, but we've got enough, we think, we hope, but it's bad. It's sparse. Man, that's kind of, to me, that's a little selfish that people are gen- know, like grabbing right? baby wipes. You don't need your People with babies, baby I mean, their little butts are sensitive. Yeah, and he you know, it. I, he does. So if you're out there and you have baby wipes and you don't have a baby, <laughs> holler at your boy. I need some. <laughs> Send them to Pastor Mark. Yeah. And so, bro, I know that um, me and you were connected, obviously, with tons of people, lots of youth, lots of young adults, the church as a whole. We had service yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, the Lord moved, but it was definitely a little bit quieter than For we sure. expected. Um, I think a lot of people are fearful, man. What are, what are your thoughts going on? Yeah. So with this whole thing happening in our world, you know, I was praying this morning. The Lord actually dropped this scripture, uh, and, and it's in Romans 8, 28. And it's actually a scripture probably most people listening have heard this, but I just want to share something. It says that, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for him. I think that a lot of times we misquote or misuse that scripture. We often look at God and say, God makes things good. God does not make things good. God himself is good, but he doesn't make things good. That scripture says he causes things to work together for our good. So he causes circumstances and situations to be good for us, but he doesn't turn them and make them good. That's not what God usually does. For instance, let's just use an example. Uh, Kale. Do you like kale? Uh, I hate kale. Not really. My wife tries to make these kale chips awful, but kale... Not really good, yeah. right? You don't eat it and be like, this is such a good piece of kale. Now holler at all the vegans and vegetarians and all the millennials <laughs> out there saying I love kale. But kale's not really one of those things you eat and like, this is just so good. But kale, though, is good for you, yeah. right? Yeah. There's nutrients in it, and so you digest it, you eat it to get the nutrients from it. And what God does, he takes circumstances, the coronavirus, next year it's going to be the whatever virus. (laughs) God takes all these things. And maybe right now you're going through something in your personal life. So now you have the coronavirus, but then you also are having things going on in your family and all kinds of stuff. And he takes them and he causes them to work together for your good. He puts his hand on it and starts working that thing out. So eventually the outcome of it, if you love him, according to Romans, is it's good for you. Yeah. And so he'll cause these things to become uh, things that are good for us. And so maybe during this chaos, maybe God's just trying to get a, get some of his people and say, hey, like I'm going to make this good for you. And that's going to mean maybe I'm going to cause your faith to rise to a level it's never been before. Yeah. If you let him. Yeah. Maybe for some of you, you're going to learn to rely on God like you've never done ever in the history of ever because you're like, I don't have toilet paper. I got no <laughs> God, you need to show up, right? All the baby wipes oh are gone. Oh my God, the baby wipes are gone. <laughs> but what happens is, is these things, they're good for us in the end. Yeah. So we have to know that our God is good himself. Amen. He is good. The situation's not good. The, the, what CNN is not saying is not good. What you hear on the radio, if you listen to the radio, is not good. God himself is good. So what he gives is good. What he says is good. 
Now we have this situation and other situations. They're not good, but God puts his hand on it and he squeezes out the good in it. Yeah. There is good in everything. You have kids. Oh, yeah. You discipline your kids. Oh, yeah. It's not really a good thing to, to discipline I mean, your kids. I mean, you know, for you, you might feel like, it's yeah. Not, it's definitely not fun, though. It's not fun. Like, it's never fun. But what fun. you're doing, though, is you're causing good to come out of that. True. You disciplining your sons and your daughter, even yeah. though she's precious, she probably never gets in <laughs> never trouble. Never gets in trouble. But your sons, <laughs> oh, man, you know, the eventually they're going to take whatever they learn from that moment of disciplining them, they're going to use that and they're going to be better husbands, better, better employees one day there's good that comes from it and so what we have to ask is we say god put your hand on every situation in my life because when your hand is on it you'll work out the good in it so when we include god into the situation the coronavirus the divorce whatever it is for you right in the coronavirus that's what it is for everybody at the moment when we let god into it his hand can be on it and he can squeeze the good out of it so that when we look back we can say it wasn't that great, but it was good for me. Yeah. It was good for me. Yeah. And when things are good for us, we grow. Yeah. We grow. And so this is an opportunity for growth. This is an opportunity for you to see God in a different light. Maybe you've never seen him, you know, as a provider before and you're going to get him you're going to see him come through. Yeah. You know, maybe you're going to see God as this father who protects your family where you feel like the world is going crazy right now, but yet the Lord is just protecting your family, right? There's good to come out of everything we go through. And Romans says that if you love him, he's going to cause everything to work together for your good. Yeah, absolutely. You know what, man? I really love that word. It really speaks to the redemptive nature of yeah. God, right? Remember that old song, My Redeemer Lives? My Redeemer. I And I love that. Like, yeah. like when you think about God's redeeming nature, yeah. it's exactly that. He takes something that is not the ideal circumstance. Mm-hmm. It's not the ideal situation, but he does use it and work it for his own ends and his own means. And so um, I, I think that I, I know in my life with my wife and my children, yeah. kids are out of school for a couple oh. of weeks. Um, Eva is having to change her work schedule around a lot to yeah. be home with them. We're kind of getting some forced family time. Absolutely. That's actually really That's amazing and yeah. special. That is a good thing because we're, we are forced forcefully having to slow down our lives yeah because um, how many people do you know I mean you talk to a lot of young adults they tell you I'm so busy I don't yeah. have time to worship I don't have yeah. time to pray I don't have time to read my Bible yeah listen guess what Suckers you <laughs> shut down <laughs> you got you no got time excuses. now yeah you got time now and I think too maybe you and I can chat about this a little bit because um, I know you have some thoughts right now these situations this whole um, coronavirus deal is forcing the church, the global church, and the pastors and the spiritual leaders to rethink how we do ministry, yeah, right? I mean, sure. what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I think because this world's in chaos, it is there's a responsibility for us as believers to be steady, Yeah. right? To be steady. Because if we are steady, then the world around us can hold on to us while we hold on to him. Oh, right? Amen. Anchor, That's good. Right? But if we're chaotic, a roller coaster ride like them, we're no different than anybody else in the world. But the moment we're like, hey, the church becomes steady. And by the way, if you're listening, you are the church. It's not a building, not an organization. You're the church. <laughs> so when I say church, I mean you individually. When, when we as the church are steady through moments and seasons of chaos, the world 
world, the people around us, they can look up and say, I'm going to latch on to what they have. Yeah, amen. What they may not realize is, is we're holding on to the anchor of our faith, the yeah. rock in which we stand is Jesus. That's who we hold on to. That's where our firm foundation is. They may not realize it from the outside, but as they get close and they're holding on to whatever we're holding on to, they'll realize that there's something different and they're going to hopefully see Jesus yeah. in our steadiness, right? Yeah. And, and us being able to say, I know the world is going crazy, but man, our God is good. He's yeah. causing this to work together for our good. And I trust that he has a plan. I trust there's a purpose. I trust that there, he sees things from a bigger perspective. Yeah. And when the world can look at the church and say, why are they acting a fool? How come they are so, they're full of joy and full of life and full of hope? Yeah. Like just carrying around hope to your workplace, even to your home, to your neighborhood. Just having hope of, yeah, I don't have toilet paper, but man, let me tell you <laughs> something. Let me tell you, man, my family's great. Like we're healthy. Like carrying this hope is contagious. Yeah, absolutely. And so we have something way more contagious than the coronavirus. We're carrying the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we have that message and we carry the person of Jesus with us. And when we give that to people, we're infusing people with hope. Yeah. So much hope that there's a bigger plan and a bigger purpose. And I think what it's causing, I think people are thinking like different, like about their life even now. Like oh, the world. So much, like so I think much. people are like, wait a minute, what if this was deadly? Like yeah. what if every person that got this died? I think people are starting to think bigger than just their little short time on earth here. I really do. Very I'm seeing on social media from certain people of like, man, what's this life about? It's so short. Seriously, I think you're right. I think people are they're becoming more and more open to the gospel. Yeah. Right? They're concerned. And, and really, I think um, even people who are not close to Jesus, they're sensing that the news and the media is cultivating fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so even though they don't know the hope that we have, yeah. they know that that fear and that anxiety, that there's like, um, that it's, there's almost like an evilness to it. And mm-hmm. they're realizing like, wait a second, the news is just trying to scare Feeling me. That, but yeah. they have nothing to balance it in yeah. our life. And like you said, we as the church, as the bride of Christ, we have the opportunity to bring the hope, the knowledge yeah. of the living hope of Jesus yeah. To their doorsteps in a way where they would never be so receptive. I mean, I see a lot of stuff on social media right now where people are like, be kind to each other, share with each other. And listen, you know, you and me sharing toilet paper or baby wipes or canned goods or or just being aware of the needs of the people around us. That's an opportunity for the love of God to come crashing into somebody's life at a season where they are so ready for that hope, for that living water to refresh their soul, man. Absolutely. I love it. It's super exciting. And I think it's easy to share hope. So if you're listening, just to give you just practical, one thing that we as a church have to do, there's time of chaos. Take your eyes off of you and put on other people. Yeah, come on. Everybody is looking at themselves. Make sure I have my groceries, my things, me, 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 me. When you go to the store and you're trying to get that last thing of toilet paper, ramen noodles, or whatever it is, Take a moment and just look around yeah. and see if there's somebody in the store that you could just smile at or even just go up to and say, yeah. hey, you're looking worried. Just know God's got a plan. For real. This is all going to be okay. And taking our eyes off. 
and looking around and seeing, oh my goodness, the world is in chaos. And all I can do is I can inject a little bit of hope, a little bit of encouragement and just taking my eyes off. And maybe that is giving away some of your toilet paper at the grocery store to the person behind you who doesn't have any. Maybe that's looking saying, I don't need 28 cases of water. I'll give them to the couple people behind <laughs> me. You know, and maybe that is just a little bit of what we should do instead of me, 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 just like the rest of the world. Just slow down and look and say, how can I just encourage somebody today? Yeah, you know, absolutely. How can I do that? How can I go to my neighbor's house and just let them know I'm here? You know, if you have neighbors, go knock on their door tonight and say, hey, our family is here. We have family dinner next week. If you want to come over, whatever you need, for we're real. here for you. That's good. That's hope. Yeah. You're injecting hope. Because the is. news is saying you need to hunker down, go in by yourself. Stock up. Forget the world. Just focus on you and just knock it on your neighbor's door saying, I'm here if you need something. For real, though. And listen, I think something you and I, Pastor Mark and I have lived this in our lives and our marriages and yeah. our families. When you give generously, even if you don't have a lot, and listen, we work at a church. <laughs> we're not we're not millionaires. Um, but, but I'll tell you this. Something that Mark and I both know is that when you give to the poor, when you give to the needy, when you give to others, God sees that. Absolutely. And there's a special blessing. He honors you. He, he will always provide. So I'm telling you, if you feel... If the enemy tries to bring up anxiety or fear in your heart, when you feel like the Holy Spirit is compelling you to give or share to your neighbor, rebuke the devil, give and share. And I'm telling you, you will see God show up in your life in a way that is like mind blowing. He is faithful. He is is good. And desperately, I mean, listen, Jesus says, if you give so much as a cup of cold water to the least of these in my name, you have done so unto me, man, the heart of God. God is generosity Absolutely. and compassion to our neighbors. And we know this, that the, the, the kindness of God is what leads man to yeah. repentance. And so God is desperate to show himself loving and faithful to a world that is afraid Absolutely. and anxious right now. Man, Pastor Mark, this has yeah. been a great episode. You got any closing thoughts as we as we round it out? He's working together for your good. It's going to be okay. He is. And just take your eyes off you and put it on somebody else today, tomorrow, in the next few weeks. And just love on somebody. Just a simple act of just, man, just love somebody today, tomorrow. And uh, be mindful uh, that the world is looking for the church to rise up. They just don't know it. For real, for real. Church in the Sun, we love you. We want to stay connected. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook. Send us your prayer request. We are thinking about you as a pastoral team. We are praying for you. We're going to do our best to meet as many needs as we can. We love you so much. Listen, Church in the Sun is a city on a hill here in Orlando. Uh, God is for us. He is not against us. He is good. He is faithful. We love you. We will see you soon.